0: I'm Dante DeCarey and I'm joined with Power River Kings head coach Tyler Coons prior to the third game of the season, a Friday night contest against the Chilliwack Chiefs. And you guys are two and zero to start the season. So right off the top, who are some of the guys that impressed you so far?
1: I think every, uh, I think every player, other than the two kids that didn't play, I think every player kind of contributed to both to both wins. They all, I think, they all played. Uh, at times played really well and at, at times they showed their inexperience so I think I think every player is <clears throat> has done a pretty good job so far. They've worked hard in practice and, and I think it's carried over into the game so we've we've been happy with, with with the effort so far.
0: Tyler you guys were able to come back at first down four one, then down five four in the third period. What led to the comeback?
1: Oh I don't know. I mean you know, I think, uh, you know, we we pulled Mateo and then we gave up a breakaway, uh, almost two breakaways and a goal in in the span of like five minutes, so clearly that didn't wake the team up, but, uh, you know, I think we did, what we did do is have a lot of offensive zone time. I mean, we had about, we had over 100 shot attempts in the game, so, uh, and I believe we had at least 30 plus in the second period, so. I think just kind of creating some chances and getting some shots obviously got us on the power play. You know, maybe they were a little bit tired with the long change. They iced the puck uh, half a dozen times in that period. So when you ice it, you can't change. And then second period, you can't get off, especially if you're in your own end a lot. So I think that might have played a factor in just kind of wearing them down. And then they took some penalties that were, you know, they took a stick penalty. They took a check from behind penalty that, you know, they went down five on three. you know, we, we ended up getting a couple goals off it. You know, we we made some changes on our power play units. We put Ethan Schmuck out there. With the first he ended up scoring two goals. So, I mean, you know, that, that was something that worked. And then, you know, you go into the you go into the third period and, and you got yourself a chance, you're tied. And, um, you know, I, I didn't like the goal that we gave up to make it the fifth one. I, I didn't like really any other goals other than one that, you know, the goalies can do anything about. Yeah, and just kind of did the same thing in the third. Offensive zone time, lots of shots, some traffic, something finally goes in, and then, you know, we kind of just sticking with it on the forecheck there at the end, and they, they like to go D-to-D a lot in their own zone and bring it back, and I think that that was probably one of the instances where it finally rewarded us when they did that. They did it all weekend, so, I mean, that was a situation where we kind of wanted to take advantage of it and, it, and it happened with seven seconds left in the game.
0: Were you pleased to see Dawson McKay, you know, work so hard to get that puck and backhand it into the back and then just not second-guessing himself in that situation?
1: Yeah, I mean, Schmunky did a good job as F1 in the forecheck. He kind of got in, stick on puck, and got a takeaway right away and then makes a real nice feed to Dawson kind of coming down the dot line there. And then, um, you know, he he had kind of a partial breakaway and the the puck jumped on him and, you know, and then he just kind of sticks with it and, um, you know, he happy with him and and what he's kind of brought to the team he's a big strong guy that can protect the puck play heavy down low he works hard in practice he's a good kid um so you know that that line was real good for us the buono schmunk mckay line so that that's kind of what i envisioned that they'd be a good heavy line uh they were so hopefully they can continue that here in game three
0: um, I mean, you don't have to tell us the exact number. I haven't looked at the charts just yet, but who are some of the guys that are have a really high dirt rating? that's a stat that you like to use. Oh,
1: yeah, I don't know. I mean, we've played two games, so
0: <laughs> that kind
1: of stuff comes out in the wash. You know, sometimes you got players like Buono. You know, he's got a bit of a history of showing up with none, and then, you know, you kind of kick him in the butt a little after the game or the next day, and then he has a ton. So, like, he, you know, he's a guy that that usually is quite high. Jack Long usually always has a, is quite high in dirt. Uh, you know, you you can, you can see who the kids would be that would be high, right? Uh, kids that block shots and finish their checks on the four check and take the puck away from the other team guys that get even strength points. You know, those, those are guys that usually finish with high dirt. Um, so yeah, that's something that we value in our program is how playing hard and you know, we think that there's an actual way to measure if you played hard or not. Sometimes it's not always the truth indicator, but I'd say more often than not, it's it's a truth indicator as to whether you did play hard or not. So I think it's valuable for developing young players and kids that are trying to find an identity in junior hockey. And, you know, it's it's something that they can hold on to if, you know, they didn't get a point or something like that. They can, they can you know, see if they played hard and usually... You know kids that played hard did end up getting a point or two and and kids that didn't it's it's tougher so um yeah i think it's it's just one thing where we try to help our players with understanding how to play the game the right way
0: and that's a good way to measure it and how do you calculate it do you have to watch the whole game afterwards and kind of just tally it by each player what do you look for
1: yeah we you know the game ends and um, you get the video from up top, and then and then the work starts. So you go through the whole game from the first minute to the last, and uh, you, you record all the stats, not just dirt stats. There's other stats, chances, for and against. There's, you know, how many times we go offside, how many times we ice the puck, uh, all the face-off stats, and odd man, for and against. You know, it's, it's a lot, you know, how many times we get stick on puck. Uh, yeah I mean there's there's a lot it's a long process but yeah. um, you know obviously it would be nice to have a couple of video guys kicking around to help you out but we don't have that so it also for the coaches it gives you a real clear picture the next day as to what what happened in the game uh, so, you know sometimes you walk out you win 6-1 and you think man we were unreal Yeah. And then you rewatch the video you take the stats you go well you know we probably it's not as good as we thought it's not as good as it looked and then you know, there's other games last year where, where we didn't think we had a chance, and you review the game and you take the stats you think, hey, you know what, it wasn't as bad as we think. Um, so it kind of keeps everyone on an even keel and keeps the process moving forward and, you know, don't spend too much time thinking about the past and not too much time thinking about the future, but, you know, most of the time is stuck in the present, just trying to get better and trying to work on things, and we're just trying to help the kids become the best players they can be. That's really our job. And, You know we we work really hard at at trying to ensure that we're doing that and and by doing that maybe we'll win some games and get some kids on to the next level so that's you know that's our priority.
0: And Tyler does it help that you don't potentially second-guess yourself you're sitting on the bench you can't really see everything and you're like okay well I thought this guy worked hard but then you can watch the video count the stats and you're like okay yeah he did work hard or "Eh, maybe he didn't does it help that way?
1: Yeah I think so I mean I think um you know when it when a player is in the game and in the moment there's obviously there's lots of things they don't see uh even things that they might have done or didn't do um you know there's all there's a lot of times it you know a bit of a different feeling um from the person watching from the bench uh but at the end of the day you know it, it, we don't get too caught up in some things unless you're sure and and then, yeah, you always go back and watch the tape and the video doesn't lie. And the stats, they usually back each other up. The statistics back up the video and the video backs up the statistics. And I'd say probably 90% of the time, personally, I think now that just knowing how it works and how to do it and, you know, been, been doing it for a while now that, you know, I'd say 90% of the time what you see on the bench, uh, the video and the stats back it up as well so kind of gives you, you know, three, we always tell the kids it's, we're going to give you three levels of coaching. You're going to get coaching in the moment, which is in practice during drills or after a drill. Uh, you're going to get coaching, you know, during a game on the bench or in between periods, you're going to get that. So you're kind of getting your, your in the moment teaching, and then you're going to get your video teaching, which will also give you kind of another layer as to how you play it and how the team played and what they need to work on and what we did well and what we didn't and then the statistics kind of give you another level of of teaching that says okay those were, that was the video this is how you felt about your game this is how the coach felt at the moment of your game and then this is this is kind of what the stats show as well so i think you know last year watching the kids and seeing kids improve you know kids like rowan miller and christian buono you know it was evidently like, you know they're getting chances they're creating chances they're shooting the puck uh they're they're playing with dirt i mean you know rowan miller at the start of the year he was probably one of our worst players in dirt rating for i'd say the first two months yeah. and then as the end of the year came on and he played in the playoffs like he had like the second highest totals on the team uh and he also his chances for and against improved his shot totals improved um he you know he became a player, and I think he he goes into the summer uh, knowing, hey, like, I really improved my game. Uh, he saw all the evidence for it, and then I think you've seen him come in this year, and he's got that extra confidence that he can not only play in the league, but he can be a good player in the league, and I and I think on the weekend, you know, you saw he had I, – I thought he played really good. Obviously, on Friday, you know, he gets three points, does a great job, and then, you know, he's a little down on his game on – on Saturday, and you know, in, in his own end, he wasn't great, but still, like he had seven shots on net, and six of them were scoring chances. I'd say that's a pretty good game. Yeah, you know, he didn't score, but I think if you're going to get six scoring chances in a game, I, I don't think you're going to go goalless for the whole year. You yeah. know, I mean, he's probably going to get some goals. So, um, you know, you, you got to sit him down and say, "Well, look, like hey, it wasn't as bad as you think. Like you did a pretty good job. You know, you just, you know, you." made a couple of mistakes in your own end at crucial times, but whatever, you know, that is what it is. You can always learn on that. And you can get better on that, but it's, you know, hard to teach kids to create offense. And, you know, that's the harder part is teaching offense. I think teaching defense is easy. It's just working to a spot with energy, with details and habits. So that, you know, that's that I think that's the coach's job more than anything. So, yeah.
0: Okay, Tyler, last thing. Let's talk about Chilliwack. You guys have scouted them a ton this week. Lots of video with the guys. What can we expect from them? What are you guys looking for in terms of their attack and how to potentially beat them today?
1: Well, I think they're similar to last year. Like they, they play the same style. They're high they're they're high offensive. Um, they've got a lot of young players that can skate. Um, you know, they've got a lot of new players, probably more new players this year than last year. Um, you know, so I think those things are similar so you know I'd, I'd say at this point of the season to sit and worry about another team coming in yeah. you know you're going to do your work and you know you don't want to be surprised by anything and you always want to show your team that you're prepared so I'd say at the start of the year we're looking like we're focused 90 on our on our game and how to get our game dialed in and maybe 10 percent on Chilliwack we feel that if we're if we're playing the way we can and we're doing the things that we're being taught and playing with habits and details and playing fast and connected and smart and playing hard i, I think we'll be just fine I, I think we can play against anyone in the league you know I think regardless of skill I think we showed last year with with playing that way I think you can have some success so we're just going to kind of stick to what we do and make sure we concern ourselves with getting better every day and then the rest will take care of itself
0: All right. Thank you very much. Always a pleasure.
1: Yeah, no problem.